Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of Isaiah 61, we are going to be studying about the righteousness from the Messiah. So today's readings are coming from the ESV, and I encourage you to follow along as we study. While I'm not going to read the passages today, I encourage you to follow along. So before I go any further, at the time of this recording, a few days ago, President Biden gave his State of the Union address. And so I feel like today I, I'm in the mood to give a State of the Podcast address. Um, it's, we are getting very close to the end of Isaiah, which is crazy. Uh, we started in February of 2021, so it's been more than a year. And I am really excited at where our podcast is going And I just wanted to give a few words about it. So there is one thing I've been thinking about. So the name Adopted Believers Podcast, that is a little bit of a mouthful. So one change that I am seriously considering is making the name Adopted Believers. So while the name of the podcast would still be Adopted Believers Podcast, but when I reference it, you know, when I introduce the podcast, it's going to be, thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. I'm your host, okay? So if that makes any sense, uh, it's just a little bit of a mouthful if I'm introducing it to people. It's like, check out my podcast, Adopted Believers Podcast. It's a little redundant. So the na- the official name, like on your podcast platform, will be Adopted Believers Podcast. That's still going to be the name. The logo's staying the same. But... I am going to reference it as Adopted Believers or or ABP. So that way it's a little bit easier on the tongue. So that's pretty much the biggest change I have for you. And I do want to thank you listeners for staying faithful. Keep listening to the podcast. Encouragement is awesome. And I look forward to where we are going next. So, Diving into this passage, we see that the Messiah is the foundation. The Messiah is the foundation. And you may be wondering, foundation of what? Well, this Messiah is the foundation of the redemption story. And to understand this, I want us to look at ourselves first. Okay, let's answer the question, who are we? We are the poor in this passage, okay? Isaiah says, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. This is the Messiah who is speaking in that first person. Because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. That poor is us. We are the captive, the brokenhearted. When we think about the gospel, we should not be portraying ourselves positively. Okay, The gospel is given to broken sinners. And that is who we were. Now, obviously, we have been redeemed by the Lord, if you are a believer in Jesus. And so now we are positive. We can look at ourselves positively because Jesus does. Jesus looks at us as people who were wretched sinners, but now we have the glory of Christ. We have Christ's righteousness around us. We are Christians now. We share Christ's name, and that's really awesome. But when we do think about the gospel, we do need to realize what we are apart from Christ because it helps to appreciate Christ more. You know, Calvinism, it's gotten a bad rap throughout the years. But if there is one thing that I would earnestly desire you to believe about it, it is total depravity, okay? And I feel like a decent amount of people believe in that. Um, But total depravity, basically what it is, is that apart from God, we are completely dead and we don't desire him, 
okay? And I really want you to understand that, that we are this poor. We're captive to sin. That's what Isaiah wants us to realize, is that we don't deserve this grace, but we can rejoice, take hope, because the Messiah is going to give it to us anyways. He is that good. So, now we've looked at ourselves, we've seen our poor condition, now let's look at the Messiah. Obviously, this is Jesus. I assume you knew that, but if you didn't know that, guess what? The Messiah is Jesus. Um, this Messiah is anointed by the Holy Spirit. The Messiah, it's important that he has the Holy Spirit because it shows the unity of the Trinity, among other reasons. It shows that Jesus is sent by God, and then obviously he plays his role, and then the Holy Spirit plays the part in anointing him, in empowering him as he spreads and does his ministry. So we see that this Messiah brings good news, both verbally and physically. And so verbally, obviously, he spreads the gospel because he says, believe in me. And he physically brings the gospel because he is the gospel. And so he carries out that good news. He lives it out. And we see that there also is hope for the oppressed. This, what is that? The Messiah is hope for the oppressed. He came in mercy in his first coming. And so those who were burdened, those who were trapped under their sin, we can have hope. But there's also vengeance that we see. Jesus is coming, going to come in vengeance. He proclaims the year of the Lord's favor and the day of our God's vengeance. Okay, Jesus is going to come and judge the earth. And we need to examine ourselves. Are we in Christ? If you are not a believer in the Lord Jesus, please turn to him in faith because he is coming in wrath in his second coming. He came in mercy in his first. Now is the day of repentance because tomorrow might not be. And we also see that Jesus loves glory. Okay, this is an important theme for us to realize, that Jesus loves glory. The main goal of the redemption story is for God to be glorified through Jesus. So we see the Trinity is on full display in this passage. We looked at that earlier. And we see that Jesus is glorified through his central role in the redemption story. Jesus is how we see God. You know, we read through the Bible. No man can see God, but we can see God through Jesus. Because Jesus is fully God and fully man, we can get the best picture of God the Father through Jesus Christ, his Son. So, we need to next see that Jesus not only loves glory for himself, for his Father, he gives his people glory. This is the crazy part. Believers will get to share in the glory that we didn't earn. We don't deserve this. This is even better than, let's say, the backup on a championship team, you know, who didn't play, but, you know, he put in work throughout the year, so, you know, he earned it. Rather, this is someone who was on the street, is terrible at basketball, but then was signed onto the team during the championship game, 
and gets to have a ring. You know, that's us. We did not do anything to earn this, but we still get to share in the glory. There's a reason that Jesus tells us to store up treasures in heaven. You know, our focus should not be on glory on earth. Rather, we should seek to be investing in eternity because we now have glory that we didn't earn. Take advantage of that. And finally, we need to see today that God didn't forget Israel. Okay, we first saw the Messiah, how he's the foundation of this redemption story, how he defines who we are, how he defines the glory of God, how he shows us that glory of God, I should say. But we also see that God didn't forget Israel, okay? When the New Testament started, God didn't forget about the first three quarters of the Bible, all right? We when we think of it, we tend, we have this tendency to just focus on the New Testament and then goes maybe to the Psalms, you know. But one of the reasons that I study through Isaiah is because it's a book that is a little bit tough to dive into, but it's really, really important to understand. And Isaiah encompasses the rest of the Old Testament very well. And when the New Testament started, you know, God didn't just neglect the first half of the Bible, you know, promises like we see in this chapter are going to be fulfilled when Christ comes again. And this doesn't mean that the Israelites who rejected Christ still get salvation. You know, the rules are the same for everyone. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved for Jew and for Gentile. If Jews reject Jesus, they don't get into heaven. Look at the Pharisees. But the people of Israel will rise again and the nations around them will serve them. And we're going to see that more in the next episode. But we do see that here too. Strangers shall tend, shall stand and tend your flocks. Foreigners, foreigners shall be your plowmen and vine dressers. So we see that, but we are also going to see that a little bit more in future passages. Okay. And so we need to understand that we have reason to rejoice. Isaiah lifts up a praise in verse 10, speaking on behalf of Zion. When he says I, it's more like Zion is talking. We see that I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. We've got reason to rejoice. When our hope is wrapped up in Jesus Christ, why not praise, especially when times are hard? Thanks for listening to another episode of Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out at our website, AdoptedBelievers.com, for episodes and other resources. And like us at Facebook at Adopted Believers.